Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg. And yes, once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. Got a question for you. Who's got the bigger problems? Is it the New York Yankees? Is it their crosstown rivals, the New York Mets? Or is it the National Basketball Association? Take your pick. But like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. And I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with my pick. My pick is the National Basketball Association. Because they got a serious problem with image. And the image is going down the dumper. Whether anybody wants to admit it or not, it's bad. Now, if I have to explain to you the recent problems of uh, Jean Morant to the Memphis Grizzlies, then you haven't been listening to me or anybody else in the world of sports, or you've been living under a rock. But as you know, for, or maybe you don't know, I will, for, for his most recent escapade with a gun and showing off like an imbecile on a, uh, on, 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 in a video, he was suspended, came out this past week, 25 games to start the coming season uh, by NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. All right? I thought the, the I thought it was too light. I thought he should have been suspended at least 41 games. At least 41 games. Cuz the guy pro- has proven to be a liar. You know, he here's a young man who's really been viewed as the next it guy for the NBA. Instead of being the it guy, he's turning into the idiot guy. Okay? But having said that, Okay, it was wasn't forty one games. What I wanted, I thought it should have been a half a season. I mean, to me, if it would have been a whole season, it would have been justification. But even at the twenty five games, I said, so, "Okay, you, you know, let's move on." But then I read this statement that followed from the NBA Players Association's executive director, uh, Tamika Tremaglio. All right, I'm I'm going to read this in its entirety to you. John has expressed his remorse, that's nice, and accepted responsibility for his actions. And we support him unequivocally as he does whatever is necessary to represent himself, our players, and our league in the best possible light. As, oh, that's really big of him. He's now going to do what's ever necessary to make sure that he represents himself, the players, and the league in the best possible light. He lied about it before, so now we're supposed to believe him again? Why should we believe him again? Why should we believe him again? But this is what really got me. See, to me, and I get, Tamika Tremaglio is the executive director. She's the head of the Players Association, okay? So I, I get that. Listen, I'm part of a union, and I wouldn't want my union leaders sticking up for me. I've always felt that way. 
But you also have to be able to be guided and to be able to guide your union members in what's right and what's wrong. And if you're doing things to screw up your union, if you're doing things to screw up for the uh, uh, your brethren in the union, if you're doing things to ruin the image of the people within the union, then you need to be spoken to. But instead, Tamika Tremaglio follows up with this. As to the discipline imposed, which keeps him off the court until December and requires some unstated conditions to be met before he can return, we believe it is excessive, excessive and inappropriate for a number of reasons, including the facts involved in this particular incident, and that it is not fair and consistent with past discipline in our league. We will explore with Ja all options and next steps. You gotta be kidding me. Tamika Tremaglio is talking to you, me, the entire public as if we're morons. And and you're making John Moran out to be a victim. When does this crap stop? Here's a guy signs a multi-million dollar contract. 200 million, 200, whatever the hell it is. And, and, and he acts like this. You know why he acts like this? Because he thinks he, he thinks he can get away with it because he's got plenty of money. In, instead, you would think that Tamika Tremaglio and John Moran's brethren in the union, leaders would sit him down, sit him down behind a closed door and say, look, you moron, you are blowing it for yourself. You are blowing it for the rest of us in this league. We make a king's ransom. If you and the rest of us are smart, our kids, 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 kids won't be able to spend the money that we're making right now. We make a fortune of money. It's like winning Super Lotto, uh, Mega uh, Powerball, Mega Millions. It's like winning it every day. But you're a moron when you act like this. And you play to every bad stereotype that people can say about us. That's what needs to be said to John Morant and about John Morant. And, and you're gonna, she's going to sit here and tell us excessive? I'll tell you what's excessive. His actions are excessive, acting like a moron. The first time sitting in a, in a strip club, bare-chested, throwing money around, waving a gun. What the hell do you think would have happened if, God forbid, a gun went off and somebody got shot? Then everybody would have been pissing and moaning, oh, what a tragedy, what it is, what it that. Then he might have been up on a murder charge. So instead, what's he do? He claims he's remorseful and he understands. And, you know, he's looked, he looked in the commissioner's face and said that. And then he pissed it away again by waving his gun in a car dr- driven by his dopey friend who seems to be around when he's in trouble. And you know what? I'm not blaming it on his friends. I'm not blaming it on his group that he hangs with. I'm blaming it on him. I'm blaming it on John Morant 
that's who you choose to hang with, hang with, shame on you. Shame on you. But but this, Tamika Tremaglia is issuing a statement, it's excessive? It's excessive? Talk about excessive. John Moran's behavior is excessive. And it's excessively wrong in the wrong way. It's terrible. This is the image that the NBA has. There's an image of guns that is not good. But here's a guy who lied to Commissioner uh, uh, Adam Silver before. So now you want me and the rest of the public because the executive director says he, he has expressed his remorse. Oh, he expressed it before. What the hell good did that do? What the hell good did that do? It didn't do a damn thing. So to me, that's where the problem lies in itself. And, and listen, I'm not conflating the two, but I remember when um, Kyrie Irving was suspended for his eight games for, you know, supporting an anti-Semitic film, whatever. And I remember players from the union were saying, well, even LeBron, oh, it's excessive. It seems like a lot. It seems, Really? Instead of looking at somebody in the face and saying, stop screwing up. Well, how about taking, you call yourself brothers and family? Then how about taking care of your own family? Yeah, you got an image problem. And you're going to make yourselves out to be victims. Give me a break with that crap. And, And speaking of an image problem, listen, the NBA draft is coming up this week. Okay, NBA draft is coming up this week. Uh, everybody knows, everybody knows that uh, Victor Wembanyama is going to go as the number one pick. If not, it'll be the biggest upset in history. But projected as either the second or, th- or the third pick was Alabama's freshman Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller. You remember Brandon Miller, folks? Well, I'll remind you. Brandon Miller was the young man who delivered a gun to his Alabama teammate, Darius, was it Darius Miles, who subsequently used that gun to kill somebody, to kill a young woman. And he, you know, his defense, he wasn't charged, but he delivered a gun. He didn't know it was going to be used to kill somebody. Well, but you delivered a gun. And this is the same young man after that incident when he was being introduced at a game, you know, in the, in the team introductions, thinking it was cool. Uh, a fellow teammate or somebody was patting him down as if he was being patted down by a cop. Now, first of all, in light of the situation, that was the most ridiculous thing I had ever heard or seen. But to make the situation worse. I mean, the image and things that have happened in this country of a black man, a young black man being patted down. But that's what followed after, after 
the incident where a young man was killed and Brandon Miller delivered the gun. So now he's going to be drafted number two or number three. A lot of people think he's going to go to the Hornets. We'll see. Either way, he's being drafted high. And you know what happens when these guys get drafted. They walk up to the stage, they get up there, and then Commissioner Adam Silver greets him and gives him the big bro handshake and hug and yabba dabba doo. Well, one, you're part of our one big happy family. And it's going to be no mention. I wonder if uh, Commissioner Silver's going to uh, mention in his ear, no, no more guns, huh? No more guns. That's why I say the NBA has image problems. NBA has image problems. And, and, and when you have a director and, and the big shots, the big guns in the league, you, you're going to talk about excessive. It, the penalty for John Morant is excessive. Boy, if I was them, I'd keep my mouth shut. If I was them, I'd bring John Morant in and say, listen, I mean, I'd tie him down. I'd gag him and just make him listen. And say, if you don't give a rat's ass about yourself, how about the rest of us? Stop being a stupid ass and act like a man, a grown man. That's the image that the National Basketball Association is dealing with right now. They just came off of a fabulous, you know, really playoffs. The Joker. Nikola Jokic, fabulous. Great image. The team that he beat, the Nuggets beat, the Miami Heat, great, great team. Showing what teamwork can do. Had like five or six undrafted players on that team in the NBA Finals. That's the image that the NBA wants. But not now. So I implore Adam Silver, I implore the players, the Players Association, everybody, do something about it. Because you're screwing it up for yourselves. Now, as far as the Mets and the Yankees go, I mean, where do I start? You know, watching the Yankee game yesterday, Watching the Yankee game yesterday when they were losing the first game of a doubleheader on their way to the three-game sweep at the hands of the Red Sox, Michael Kay, who I'm very fond of, uh, Michael Kay, uh, in game one of the ninth inning, was talking about the Yankees, how miserable they're playing, and he said, you know, you can't give up because one man is out. And I understood what Michael was saying, but I disagree with him on that. Uh, obviously, the one man being out is Aaron Judge. And listen, I said this last week. I never realized, I never realized how much the Yankees are dead without Aaron Judge. As important as I thought he was, he's that much more important to me now. But I will say this about the Yankees. This is where I disagreed with, with Michael. I don't think the Yankees have given up. I don't I do not think that. I think they are trying. I just don't think they're not good. They're not a good team. 
They're just not. They are not a good team. And with with Judge out of the lineup, it becomes glaring. You know, not that Aaron Judge is a rah-rah guy. A lot of the times he leads by example, but his presence. But there's no juice. They they just I don't see personality to the team. I don't know if it's vanilla, whatever it is. I just don't see it. You know, last year, you recall, I was saying, this is when the Yankees had the big lead in first place and then they started slumping. I was saying, listen, when you're not playing long ball, you got to be able to play small ball. This team looks dead in the water, but I don't think it's because they've given up. In fact, I wish I could say it was because they've given up. Then maybe you do something to shake them up. I just don't think they can be shaken up, shooken up, however you're supposed to say it, because I just think there's nothing there. And without Aaron Judge, there's nothing there. I mean, you know, poor Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo can't get out of his slump because he's there's no protection for him. And and look, I've gone over this before. You've heard me say this in the past about Aaron Judge. I hate when somebody like Judge is batting first or second. You know, last year I tol- tolerated it because it was in, you know, Jason and Roger Maris and wanted to get him extra bats. Okay. But Aaron Judge, even if you batted him second this year, even though I didn't like it, I accepted it. I don't want to see Giancarlo Stanton batting second. Stanton looks lost out there. Every time he runs, you think he's going to pull a groin, a hammy, a calf, whatever. You have him batting second? I don't want to have an extra at bats. Not the way he's swinging a bat. So tell me anything you want about the New York Yankees. Tell Tell me that they're pitching is no good. Tell me that they're they're, 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 what they have at other positions are no good. Complain about this guy, that guy, whatever guy you want. But don't tell me that they quit. I do not buy that. You can't show me. You know what? The only guy I would have said in the past, and I, I, I Aaron Hicks. And I wouldn't have even said that that he quit. Just he'd walk around sloking with the shoulders down, and it was just a bad optic, a bad image. But I'm not saying that the Yankees have quit. I'm just saying that they're not very good. And without Aaron Judge, they are dreadful. And I don't know any other way to say it. Can't be sugarcoated. That's why I said said last week, I'll say it again today. I never thought, I always knew what Aaron Judge meant to this team. <laughs> but not as much as he really does mean, they are dead without him. You know, last week I said, let him just, let him play 500 baseball till the All-Star break when he's expected back. Let him try and keep their heads above water and then try and take it from there when he comes back. You know, Aaron Boone says, we got to get out of it ourselves. That's great. And they do have to get out of it out of it themselves. I just don't see how they can do it with what they have. I don't see how they can do it with what they have. 
Now, let's get to their neighbors across town, the Mets, who just this past weekend lost two out of three to the lowly St. Louis Cardinals. Yankees record now is 39 and 33. Mets are 33 and 38. Now, in, in, in um, yesterday's game, the Mets came back from deficits of 5 1, 6 4, and 7 5 to end up losing 8 7. Whoop de damn do, as Derek Coleman once said. Whoop de damn do. Mets look awful. And I don't see how they can get out of it, quite frankly. Kudos to, uh, listen, to um, Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo was hit on a wrist back on June 7th. He was placed on the injured list two days later, June 9th. They thought he said he was going to be out three to four weeks, and he was back in the lineup yesterday. Back in the lineup. Now, he, he struck out three times, but he was back in the lineup. And, you know, that's what you heard me say this. Pete Alonso plays. It was first year, 161 games. Then then the um, COVID year, he played 57 of 60 games. Then it was, I think, 152. And then another 160. I mean, a guy plays. You know, and, and in, in, in this era of load management and what, uh, I like seeing a guy come out and play. But that's another team that is dead without the Mets are dead without Pete Alonso. Dead. Their pitching has absolutely been atrocious, their starting pitching. Absolutely atrocious. Max Scherzer goes tonight against the Astros. Let's see what you got left because I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I mean, they're paying these guys a wheelbarrow full of money. A wheelbarrow full of money. And they're not delivering a thing. Yes, uh, Fr- Francisco Lindor, what's he batting, like 214, 215? It's a guy, it's on like a $340 million contract. I said this last week, I'll say it again. They look awful. Now, again, I am not... See, that's the bigger problem. The Mets, like the Yankees, they're not quitting. They are not quitting. They're just not performing. There's a difference. And by not performing, I mean, I don't know if they're good enough. I don't know if... Maybe... It's all failed them. But I don't know that Scherzer, Scherzer is not the Scherzer of the past. But we'll, look, listen, last week when when when, um, when Cole was pitching, when Garrett Cole was pitching for the Yankees, when they were playing the Mets, and, and Verlander was pitching like it was six innings. He, he They said he threw a gem. He threw a gem for six innings. He's a three-time Cy Young Award winner making $43.333 million a year. Six innings is a gem. I mean, really. Lindor. Lindor's batting 213. 213. 
He had a home run yesterday. Mazel tov. He's hitting 213. So you got guys not performing offensively. You got not guys not performing on the mound. Again, I'm not saying they're quitting. I'm not saying they're not trying. I, I think that would be the farthest thing from the truth. I, I do not. I, I They're trying. I just don't believe that they're good enough. Neither the Mets, neither the Yankees. They got big problems. And ditto for the NBA. A, B, or C, take your pick. But any one of those is not a happy picture. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to be getting a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can always do it on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Got to thank my home here at believe.com. Because, as you know, I say it each week, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I have nobody in here to be talking to. And again, my reminder, uh, not only can you listen to me here on Get a Load of This, you can also see me on Get a Load of This if you simply download the Yes app and a new um, Get a Load of This comes out each and every Tuesday and they're all up there. Each and every one of them that I've done, it's it's 30-something right now. You can see them by simply doing, uh, if you haven't done so already, downloading the Yes app for Get a Load of This. In the meantime, that's a wrap on today. Until next week, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.